0: Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Monday, December 2nd, 2019. I'm Rich Straffolino. Facebook announced it began rolling out a tool to allow users to transfer photos from Facebook to Google Photos. The tool was built based on code from the open source data transfer project, which includes Apple, Google, Microsoft, Twitter, and of course Facebook. Facebook is testing the tool in Ireland with plans for a worldwide availability in the first half of 2020. The company says it's starting with Google Photos and evaluating other services as well. Facebook announced it issued a correction notice on a user post from November 23rd at the request of the Singapore government to comply with new fake news laws. The notice was only visible to Singapore users and did not alter the text, simply stating, Facebook is legally required to tell you that the Singapore government says this post has false information. The post made allegations that a supposed whistleblower had been arrested and made election-breaking claims. A Facebook spokesperson said it hopes the Singapore government will take a measured and transparent approach to implementation. BuzzFeed and Columbia Journalism Investigations report that while the dating site Match commits to screening customers against government sex offender registries, that policy is not extended to many of the 45 dating brands in Match Group, including Tinder, OkCupid, Plenty of Fish, or any of its free products. A Match Group spokesperson said that its free products don't collect enough information on users to implement a universal screening protocol and stated that Match does not screen all paid subscribers either. In CGI's investigation of 157 incidents of sexual assault involving dating apps, 10% involved instances of users being matched with someone who had been accused or convicted of sexual assault at least once. All of these cases came from users of Match Group's free dating apps. The report notes that Match Group has used the Communication Decency Act Section 230 to limit liability for harm users have inflicted on other users. Zach Whitaker at TechCrunch reports that of the 21 U.S. presidential candidates, only seven are using and enforcing the email security protocol DMARC, which verifies the authenticity of a sender's email and rejects spoofed messages. Back in April, only Elizabeth Warren's campaign had enforced DMARC, with the campaigns of Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Michael Bloomberg, Amy Klobuchar, Cory Booker, Tulsi Gabbard, and Steve Bullock now using the protocol as well. Seven campaigns aren't using DMARC at all, while the remaining campaigns use the protocol to verify authenticity but not reject spoof messages. Whitaker notes that a properly enforced DMARC policy would have prevented the phishing email that eventually led to the 2016 DNC email breach. The United States Attorney for the Southern District of New York announced criminal charges against Virgil Griffith, a cryptocurrency researcher with the Ethereum Foundation, following his attendance of a blockchain conference in North Korea back in April. The charges allege violations of the International Emergency Economic Powers Act, saying Griffith gave a presentation and participated in a conversation into how blockchain technology could be used to avoid economic sanctions. The complaint states that in his interview with the U.S. attorney, Griffith maintained his presentation, reviewed basic concepts, easily found online. Griffith was arrested on the charges on November 28th. The European Commission confirmed to Reuters that antitrust regulators are investigating Google's data collection practices. This preliminary investigation will focus on data related to local search services, online advertising, online ad targeting, login services, and web browsers, according to documents seen by Reuters. Over the past two years, the European Competition Commission has fined Google over €8 billion. According to leaked documents obtained by the Financial Times, Chinese companies like ZTE, Dawa, and China Telecom have proposed new international standards on facial recognition, video monitoring, city and vehicle surveillance to the UN's International Telecommunication Union, or ITU. While not often adopted by the North American and European countries, ITU standards are often adopted in developing nations in Africa, the Middle East, and Asia, where the Chinese government supplies infrastructure and surveillance tech under its Belt and Road Initiative. ITU standards are submitted by companies and governments, discussed at meetings with representatives from several member states, before voting on final approval. Some have criticized these standards as moving from technical specifications to policy recommendations, with the facial recognition standard calling for storing facial features in a central database and suggesting its use in public places by police, verifying worker attendance, and comparing the country's fugitive library with a local population library. On December 1st, customers signing up for new mobile plans in China require face scans to match that person with identity documents. China's Ministry of Industry and Information Technology announced the change back in September and allows for the use of artificial intelligence and other technical methods to verify identity. Previously, new mobile plans required showing state identification and having a photo taken. And finally, the top-ranked Counter-Strike eSports team, Astralis Group, is set to become the first eSports team to go public on December 9th, listing on the NASDAQ's Copenhagen Exchange for small companies. The group operates as a media company, with teams competing in League of Legends and EA's FIFA, as well as Counter-Strike, and hopes to raise between 125 and 150 million kroner with the offering. For more discussion of the tech news of the day, remember to subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at DailyTechNewsShow.com. And remember to rate and review Daily Tech Headlines wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.